0: The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests. They do not reflect the views of the men at Sunday League. This podcast is aimed at an adult audience, Sunday League players talking about Sunday League. So from time to time, you may hear the odd swear word, including that swear word, and today's episode is that word kind of day. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. Um, I'm hosting this week as the other three lads are unfortunately unavailable, um, but we do have a little bit of a treat in store. Refereeing, then Sunday League refereeing royalty, father and daughter, Daryl and Phoebe Horner. Welcome to the podcast. Hello.
1: Good evening. How
0: are we doing? You okay?
1: Yeah, very well, thanks. Thank yeah, you. really well.
0: Good, good, good. Well, I'm sure most people um, around the Nen Sunday League circuit know you. Um, obviously, Daryl been refereeing for quite a while. Phoebe, a, a re- relatively recent addition. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. But um, I'm sure, you know, as most people like to know, tell us a bit about yourselves and you know what what you get up to and 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 also how you got into refereeing.
2: Yeah.
1: Sure okay well shall I start because I'm the oldest. I um, <laughs> I started refereeing back in 2008 so uh, yeah like you say I've been around a while. Um, started refereeing because my son's team almost never got a referee uh, so I would step in and do it uh, as, as an assistant coach and um, then took the course. Didn't really intend on becoming a full-time referee but uh, it seems to have worked out that way and I really enjoy it now so uh, yeah I've been refereeing all that time since and uh, yeah uh, as I say up to level five now so uh, and and really enjoy it
2: well it's all your fault that I got into it isn't it, it is, so yeah really <laughs> and and my brothers in a way um in that I similar to you was go go to little brothers football games and they'd never have a lino so I'd start out on on the line um which I enjoyed getting it right uh and then (laughs) uh and then yeah and then you were pushing me then to do the the refs course because you were like well you can because that was when I was what 16
1: 17? 17 I I took
2: it when I was 17 yeah Yeah. so uh so yeah you encouraged me then and then got into it that way which was um which was good and then you know the consistent aim is just to always be better than you so no <laughs> it. it's not uh but but no I, I mean it's been brilliant to have you around to be able to actually you know support me through it so but yeah and that was well that was when I was 17 and I'm 26 now so easily nine
1: yeah you've only been years. doing uh adult men's football for
2: two or three it's or three. kind of messed that up a little bit because that it took all that season didn't it so yeah. but um Yeah, so two or three, roughly, but like mostly on the lines on UCL to start with, and then yeah, Sunday League. um, Came
1: in last last year, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's interesting that obviously both of you said that you know your your intention uh, when you first got into refereeing was effectively helping out, and that is an an awful. That's a very common story with with, with referees. They fall into it, as opposed to choose to to get involved in it. Definitely. Uh, I'm just I'm just curious how. You know, how your journey has, has kind of evolved from um, helping out to where you are now you know what what steps you know what was your thought processes along the way and, and, and how what were the steps that were taken
1: um, for me it was just a case of, of wanting to be a better referee I um, I started out very nervous as I think every every new referee does um and uh, wasn't really sure of my ability. But I think, you know, the importance is to know the laws of the game and then just get to know what you're doing out on the green stuff. Um, and it's much different to what you imagine it's going to be as a player, um, as I was many, many years ago, or, or as a coach, uh, as I was when I started doing it. Um, it, it, it really is a lot different. And um, I think, as I say, it was just really... a. a um, wanting to get a bit better so I I went for promotion I think I I did two seasons at level seven which is the starting level and uh, went for promotion to level six then got that went to for promotion to level five the year after that and got that and then was was settled there for many many years Um, and as I say really I think most referees would probably say the same. You, you do always want to improve. You want to come off the field of play with 22 handshakes, with people, you know, thanking you for, for, for being there and, and feeling that you've done everything you can to have a decent game. Even on some occasions, some people might say you That's haven't. A but, uh, yeah, um, but uh, you, you know, you, the, the, at least you've done your <clears throat> best. Uh,
2: it stems from all that, that helping out because I suppose
1: yeah.
2: part of, why you referee is is because you are helping that game flow and helping it be a good game for that those two teams that are there. You know, that's kind of what you want. You know, you're obviously there for player safety and to, you know, do the laws of the game and all of that stuff. But it it is ultimately as most referees will have a love for the game themselves as well. And their participation in it is because they want to make it as good as possible for those teams that are there. So yeah, I suppose a lot of it is that Wanting to develop to make sure that you are providing that for for the teams, and I mean for me, it, it was quite easy in terms of choosing to develop because I could see that you you know you've done the pathway already. Mm-hmm. So for me, the the difficult, well, not difficult decision, but the decision was more whether to go down the, that women's referee, that women's football pathway, or go down the men's football pathway. Rather, you know, because because they they separated, so yeah. that well, that was more of mine.
0: That, that was something I did want to ask you about Phoebe have, have, mm. you, have you specifically chosen to, to go down the men's route or are you still open to both?
2: I, I still am open to both. I think I prefer reffing on men's uh, in men's football. Um I like women's women's I did for a while um and, and I did enjoy it but it's it is a very different game to manage as a referee. Yeah. Um I think you know it's it's much more the way that you talk to players is very different uh, and uh, women hold a grudge massively, um, you know, and that, that can become problematic if you have had a bit of a stinker, maybe a year before they still remember that uh, men do tend to forgive and forget quite quickly. Uh, so I find that uh, easier in that sense. Um, and I mean, I've, I've grown up with two brothers and, you know, you father. <laughs> um, so I'm quite comfortable, you know, the way that you talk and have banter with with blokes as such, so I think I found that easier. <clears throat> but I'm not I'm not averse to doing women's football at all. I just yeah I do find it a very different different management. It's
1: a different so, challenge, so, isn't yeah. It? And and sometimes it's more of a challenge in yeah. the men's game. It can be, but um, in in a different way, uh, which, which sort of develops you more anyway uh, as well, doesn't it? So.
2: Yeah, I think it is. It is a different way because I mean you can ref a women's game and especially at the level that I would be reffing women's games now, and you, you can go, you know, 20, 30 minutes without a foul. Uh, and it's so the way that you're managing that game to help it flow and, and what you're picking up on is very different, I think, to, you yeah. know, your Sunday league traditional yellow card challenge, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah.
0: So just from just, you know, kind of, uh, furthering that point what's your ambition phoebe specifically you first because mm-hmm. they no disrespect Daryl, but phoebe being younger the the, <laughs> the, the, the 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 perhaps the opportunity for her to go a certain... I,
1: I, well, I do recognize that matt don't worry yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> I,
2: I, I bring it up to him often uh, <laughs> no no um, no it's a it's a question it's a question that gets asked a lot when you're a young ref i think um and i mean you know, you'd still regard twenty six as young, I suppose, at this at this stage. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I think I, I'm I'm just kind of rolling with it and and going with as far as I can get, really. I mean, I'm a I'm school teacher, so that's always going to be a bit of a hindrance in terms of when I start getting to midweek games. And I mean, I do midweek games at the moment, but like when they go further afield, trying to get get across to them is gonna is gonna start to be, you know possibly more difficult but um you know I'm just yeah I'm just seeing kind of how far I can go I've always thought that actually that I enjoyed doing assistant refereeing more than I did refereeing and it's actually the Sunday League that has changed that for me in that you know yeah I was much more comfortable being kind of on the side and not this not you know not not center of attention because that's not ever what you want as a referee but like you know being in the middle and definitely that that has changed being on the Sunday League because yeah, I've managed to have more of that kind of rapport with players and, and and enjoyed that a lot more than, you know, than just doing assistant refereeing. So, you know, I think maybe eventually just going up higher levels and getting the feedback there and kind of seeing where I'm at and what, what people think would be the best pathway for me would, you know.
0: And kind what, of what, what, what level are you at
2: the moment? Uh, I'm doing six to five this season. So okay. hopefully that all goes well next season, level five. So
0: okay. good. Yeah. And Daryl, you're you're also a level five, is that right?
1: Yeah, I'm a level five. I, as I alluded to earlier, I've been a level five for a, for a while. It's um, I I sort of did have ambitions to go a, a little bit higher uh, a while ago, but my work really, I'm I'm away from home a lot and uh, uh, and so on. So my my work sort of transpired that I couldn't really go for level four because I couldn't really do midweek games that's changed a little bit now I do have a few more free uh, midweeks now so I have been going for promotion well since since um, COVID started really but yeah. uh, things have conspired against I that obviously it. but I am I am trying for for a five to four just to you know have that experience at level four um, you know it'd be nice when I do eventually have to give up refereeing to be able to say I was a level four yeah. if i don't make it it's fine you know five's a good level to be anyway yeah. but um i you know it's just that sort of well it's a kind of now or never let's let's see if i can get to four. capable
2: of level four like in terms of the way that you ref 100 you're definitely definitely yeah. capable of that
1: thank you phoebe <laughs> no, I,
0: nice just... thing I said to you it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. just to provide a bit of context for for the listeners obviously the refereeing levels once you've qualified and, and done your initial probation period you, you start at level 7 mm-hmm. um and obviously you you get promoted through the levels to 6 to 5 and then the promotion to 4 is the is the kind of the big step because that's the point become yeah. um, um uh, what we'd call a uh well, well you're effectively in the control of the FA nationally then um, and you're yeah. part of part of the national pyramid you'll be refereeing at um ucl level and assistant assistant referee at, at the step above that as well and um, that mm-hmm. you get a bit more serious and the journeys get a bit more longer don't they
1: yes uh, indeed uh,
0: yeah places you've got to go on a, a cold wet and windy night and not the not the yeah. best not the best for 25 quid are they but um <laughs> uh, but that's that's the choice that you make and um yeah. say, i obviously worked in, in in the referee i was referee development officer. At, Mm. County FA, so i, I know it all works i know how difficult it is mm-hmm. you say that the thing with in relation to work it, it, it is a big commitment you know once you make yeah. that step to level four you, you, yeah. you do be committed um so you know it's a great thing and and it presents opportunities which are fantastic but like you say if you haven't got the time it's it, it's a bit difficult to do it's so difficult.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And, and uh, you know, obviously there's a lot of referees that, that stick at level five for, for various reasons uh, and, and that time and commitment is often yeah. a, a major factor. But sometimes it's just because they, you know, they like the games they get at level five and there's nothing wrong with that, of course. No, you, know, you need referees at all levels anyway. So uh, no. I think there's, as I say, it's just really... An opportunity, sort of, has arisen because I can do some midweeks now. Not not all that often, but often enough that I, I you know, I could be a level four referee, and um, and it would be nice to 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 just be at that level for however long I'm able to be at that level. And and uh, I think if you want to make
2: you want to make that jump, you've got to be prepared to be serious about admin yeah <laughs> yeah because that, that becomes quite hefty in yeah. terms of balancing all especially if you're on multiple leagues you balancing all those close dates and everything is
0: yeah, yeah. it's
2: pretty, pretty hefty
0: yeah the the one thing the fa don't tolerate is poor admin yeah <laughs>
1: indeed exactly
0: true. um so obviously we, we talked about um just general refereeing stuff but one of the questions that that was i was asked to ask you was um in terms of refereeing as a whole what do you like about refereeing i think we've touched on a bit mm-hmm. of those though but also, what do you dislike about refereeing? Wow.
2: <laughs> it, that question always, yeah. It's, Lots of people ask, "Why do you referee?" and it's actually, yeah, it's a difficult one to answer because sometimes you question it yourself and <laughs> you're like, "Yeah, well, why do I referee?" I mean, I, I,
0: look, I, I've been there. You know, I was I was a referee for 15 years, and yeah. at times you're just like, "Why on earth am I doing this?" Yeah. But then, but that's the thing. So, so from your perspective, what? You know, I say, what are the likes and what are the dislikes?
1: So when when, when I when I played, I, I played Sunday league level. I, I I did play a little bit higher for for a very short while, but I then started working Saturdays, so I could only play Sundays. And that game on a Sunday morning at the wreck was. Always the most important game of my weekend. I didn't care whether it was City United, being a City supporter. I didn't care whether it was Liverpool, Everton, or, or um, you know, Arsenal, Spurs, or Celtic, Rangers. Any of those games, yeah, they, you know, I, I wouldn't mind watching them. Of course, I, I'd love it, but. the game that I played on a Sunday morning on a, on a boggy ground in the wet and wind and what have you was the most important game. And if we didn't have a qualified referee on that game, it was horrible. I hated it. Um, it was so much better with a qualified referee. And that was one of the reasons why I sort of pushed myself to, to be as, as good a referee as I possibly can, which, whatever level I'm refereeing at, because, um, because I know that that game is really important to those players. And when they come off, as I said earlier, when the, when they come off the pitch and they shake your hands and they, and they thank you for being there, but that's a great feeling. That's a fantastic yeah. feeling. And you know, you've done everything to the best of your ability and of course, we haven't got every single decision right, but we've got most of them right, and mm. the ones we haven't got right, we've got away with <laughs> one way or another. Um, then that that's that's a great, great feeling. It really is. You really feel like you've you've managed your way through through a game, and um, and and the worst thing is when it doesn't go well. When you know you've done something wrong, you've made a big a big howler, and and you can't do a lot about it because once you've done it, you've done it. Um, yeah.
0: How does that make how does that make you feel, Dale? Because obviously, you know, running a team now, if a referee makes a mistake, a referee makes a mistake. There's not a lot you can do about it. But yeah, the, the human side of it. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure we've you know we've all been there on both sides of it, where you know the uh, you know there's a few comments and people are not best pleased. Yeah. But from your perspective, what's what goes through your mind? Yeah, you know, <laughs> when you when you think, oh, I think I've got this wrong here.
1: It's really tough. And when you when you first start refereeing, um, I think Phoebe said it earlier, you do sometimes question, why am I doing this? And I've come off games uh, early on in my refereeing career and thought, I'm I'm doing it wrong. I'm not that this isn't right for me. I can't be a referee because I'm no good at it, and and so on. Because mm-hmm. people have convinced you that you're no good at it. People have, have you know shouted and screamed at you all through a game yeah. or at the end of a game, and and it does. It makes you feel really really bad. And then after a while, you realise that you have to become. Um, <laughs> I want to say resilience. mentally strong but, but but yeah resilience a great word but you, you have to sort of come away and think okay I made a mistake. I've got to learn from it. And yeah. when I go back next week, I'm not going to make that mistake again. And none of those players that shouted and screamed at me know that I'm trying to improve and make that better. And that doesn't make it better for them, but I know that I'm doing it. And you've that's be, that's how you resolve it with yourself. I think is 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 just knowing that's, that that self improvement is you've always. Got to be self
2: reflective as a referee. If you never if you're not, not going to listen to feedback or even just self reflect on yourself of what you've done then you're never going to improve because you never ever have a game where you've got hundred percent of decisions, right? You, you can't, um, and because the decisions are, you know, subjective, um, you can never say that you're hundred percent correct on anything. So, you know, I think the tricky thing with when, when you know, you've made a mistake and there's, there's been plenty of time where I've made a decision that I'm like, I was wrong. Like, I know I'm wrong on that, but if you're mid game, and it is very dependent on the teams. But if you're mid game, you can't necessarily admit that in the middle of the game, because if you do, then you're losing a lot of credibility and any confidence that the teams might have had in you. If if you're going to start saying, yeah, yeah, I've made that mistake, I've made this mistake, that's wrong, that's wrong, then they're not going to necessarily trust you. So you kind of have to keep up a pretense of, no, I've I've got this when you know you've made that mistake. And yeah. then I think. I, there's certain teams and there's certain people that you know you can have that dialogue with and say look you know after the game i think i might have got that wrong or i think you know and and i think they they appreciate that honesty but yeah. likewise likewise you've got to
1: there are some teams and yeah. players and coaches who you just can't <laughs> speak to like they that just because they, they just don't accept it yeah i know i so, know i
0: know what you mean i know what you mean yeah,
1: yeah. so
0: um OK, so we talked a bit about this. So the next question was, um, in your own personal journey so far, what has been your refereeing highlight?
1: <laughs> OK, well, 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 for me, I, I mean, I think you, you've got to say it's when you when you get a cup final. Yeah. Um the, these are the, the games that you you really want um that you enjoy because you're in front of a crowd it's a cup final of course it's going to be a, 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 a you know a fairly decent game you hope uh and you get through it unscathed and so so I think um yeah. I've had a couple of cup finals especially yeah. especially at six fields that that you know it just feels a bit special being somewhere like that yeah. with a big crowd and uh uh, turn up in your suit, turn and, up in yeah. your suit, and and yeah, feeling good about yourself because you've you've been awarded for 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 you know the hard what work you've, you've done in yeah. the season. So exactly. yeah, got to be a cup final. And on me.
2: that note, probably actually, mine is to come. I hope is I'll, is I'll, the area cup, isn't it? Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. But I I noticed I saw your name next to a final.
1: This
2: year. <laughs> yeah, and that's um first female official on that
1: on on a men's on a men's uh, cup, cup, cup final, final in Northamptonshire. Sure, yeah, really, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in healthy. the
2: middle, yeah. In the middle, yeah. yeah. On, a, on, a, on a middle, so. Oh, well, congratulations! Yeah, fine thank done. you. So, yeah. yeah, for me, for me, that's probably the biggest. I mean, yeah. the game's still got to go well, but yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so so far, that's probably the the biggest kind of achievement I've had because yeah, I didn't expect that either, and like I've always second year of doing men's yeah. middles, you know. So
1: that's. And for me, you know, although you know, I, I, you know, for for my own refereeing, my cup finals, etc., but. Of course, I'm extremely proud that Phoebe's got this appointment and uh, extremely proud of what Phoebe's achieving. You know, that makes me feel great as a as a father and a, a mentor, um, mm. you know, you they're done... pro- I'm probably going to get bigger achievements. <laughs> have, you
0: done, have you done any game, any like significant games together? We did, top five together.
1: we did, yeah. It was a youth
2: uh, one. It was, yeah. Well, we've done a couple because I've done one in the middle and you've done one in the middle. Yes,
1: that's true. Yeah. I can't one remember was which like, my one was, but uh, your one was a great one.
2: Yeah. My, well, mine was like, mine was under 12s on a full six fields pitch, which was hilarious.
1: Oh, sure. it was Maybe
2: it was 13. I think it might
1: have been 13. Oh,
2: uh, it was, anyway, it was yeah. it was very small children on an absolutely <laughs> massive pitch. Um, and with well, yeah. full size goals as well. Yeah, yeah full size yeah. goals. Poor, oh, poor, little goalie. God. Like, look at yeah, bless him. Oh, my
1: um, no, I think it was it, it whatever age it was, it was their first season on full size pitches, so they always looked tiny on yeah, those. Yeah, and they
2: oh, <laughs> played it at Dixfield. And it was like a really hot day, I remember as well. So everyone was yeah, it was a yeah, really yeah. difficult game in that sense, but um, wasn't a difficult game in terms of the the football, but um, no, and you yeah, you were my senior assistant, weren't you? Yes. And Um, you made a cracking call. Um, which which yeah, I was just.
1: Confused everybody. The ball ball came, uh, the the, uh, corner taker, um, the ball hit the post from the the corner and the corner taker then touched the ball uh, a second time. And nobody realised what I was flagging for. They all thought he's I was flagging cracker. for offside. And he's like, he can't be offside from a corner. I was like, he's not offside. I wish there was a
2: picture of my face. Yeah, was brilliant. He can't be offside. He came
1: over to me and I said, he's touched the ball twice, Phoebe. He says, wow.
2: oh. Oh, Well done. <laughs> that was a, a really good call.
1: There were a few referees behind me and I actually got a round of applause for that. I was re- really proud <laughs> of that. <laughs> yeah,
2: because yeah, I was like, do not screw up this cut final for me. I was like, how dare you flag an offside? For You know this. And then actually you were right, so... Yeah. yeah, no, that that was yeah, and then I was on the line for you. I've been on the line for you a couple of times on like UCL games and stuff. Yeah, haven't I? but yeah, there was definitely a cup final. The,
1: well. Yeah, I can't remember which cup final that was now, but I, um, I, think, I think it was a Cook no.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was.
0: Was it windy?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Guess what? Yeah. Yeah, always.
2: You never want to be senior at Cook Note because the wind's in your face as well, Like, yeah. hitting you your right like, head on there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: we were there the other night and oh just the wind just crazy isn't it <laughs> um okay great so i I'll, I'll be honest i in advance of this interview i did google both of you
1: <laughs> all right okay i'm that scared That's worried
0: I, well i just i just thought you know what let's just google it. let's see if anything a little bit different comes up yeah uh, because um you know obviously we see referees you know every sunday morning and to us you're mm-hmm. just referees you know Know what you might to some, to some people, you know, barely even human at times.
2: Um, <laughs> very
0: true. Um, but I did notice that you've both got um, some out, um, yeah. I think I'm right in saying you both have an interest in photography, yeah, absolutely, yeah, if that's correct. And Phoebe, mm. I believe you play. Quite yep. an aggressive sport. <laughs>
2: I thought you might have found that. <laughs> yes, ice hockey indeed. <laughs> How Ice did
0: you get into ice hockey.
2: That's a weird story in itself, yeah. Um, because I never would have guessed that I'd ever get into ice hockey. We're never massive skaters or anything. No, no. Closest rinks Milton Keynes, so we'd go there for a couple of times, like birthday parties and stuff. But um, no, I had a um a colleague I worked with, um, Suggested going to like a they they do Monday Night Basics where you can just go and um, skate around with uh, with a hockey stick and a puck um, and like they can provide hockey sticks and, and things like that on on Monday Night Basics uh, and they were like oh yeah come along come along to that so I did and literally fell in love with it because it was the people for a start were amazing and yeah just I don't know I've always been into. I used to play rugby at school I've always been into that kind of rough and tumble I mean grew up with two brothers didn't I so you know rough and tumble kind of kind of thing and and, you know you put all this padding on and you can kind of jump all over the place and it's just lots of fun um so yeah that was I I worked this out the other day because I I couldn't remember when I first started that was back in 2018 that I started Mm -hmm. so it was just obviously disrupted by COVID again but it was um yeah and then joined joined MK Falcons so Milton Keynes Falcons which is the women's uh, team they play premier level um so so you've got like elite is like the top level of womens and then you've got premier just the one below um and I'm not, I'm not in the prem team uh, I'm in the development of the prem uh, for the prem so um so yes still still working at it but um yeah I mean I hope You've come to watch me. A couple I've come of to watch, them, and yeah. it's
1: very impressive. Very impressive. <laughs> it's not that the female game isn't quite as rough as the men's, no. so they don't start punching each other and stuff, but oh, uh, yeah. it, <laughs> it, it's still a very physical point, and uh, hard, hard game. Yeah.
0: And uh, Daryl, I understand oh. you are
1: into Park Run. Is that right? <laughs>
2: That's very physical as well. Obviously, you know.
1: (laughs) Do you know what Matt? I I I decided that I need to. uh, There's a saying that's um be fit to referee, don't referee to be fit, and and I take that to heart. And I think yeah, I need to I need to make myself fit. I also need to pass a fitness test to to make my uh, level Mm -hmm. four referee. So yeah, I did start running, and I still dislike running as much as I disliked it when I first started. (laughs) But I do love finishing, so. <laughs> yeah it's um it's now a habit I've, I've I've made it into a bit of a habit to, to make sure i get on to park run as, as often as i can i'm trying to get to my 50th past park run by the end of this year wow. so um yeah just uh, yeah I, I, i'll never say i enjoy running but yeah i definitely enjoy finishing running and uh, uh and i'll stick at it because i know it's good for me you're
2: very good at sticking at stuff i would really, yeah. <laughs> I, think I joined you for like two park runs, and then I was like, "Nah, this is not for me. I hate, I hate running. I hate running long distance like that." But um, but then can do like you know, it's weird. You can do a full ninety minute game, um, yeah, and be fine. And then you know, try and do a five k. I'm not sure I'd do it in under thirty minutes. So
0: mm.
2: yeah, it's um, you know, you're very good at, at sticking with stuff like that.
0: Yeah, well, mm. well those, people that know me will know that park run is definitely not my. <laughs> uh, but, um, I do, I do know, having obviously seen stuff about it. There's a real sense of community, mm, uh, definitely. And, and one of the other things that I believe you're also involved in, which is definitely community-based, which are revolving around the referees, is, is the referees association.
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: Well, I was going to say you you said earlier about like what um what what helps you what helps you to develop and things yeah. like that. And I was going to say the referees association actually because. A lot of a lot of that is 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 helping you to develop and talking about scenarios and having different speakers in and and, and different kind of training sessions that actually keep you chatting with like-minded people. I think I, I've been very lucky in that my whole refereeing career, if you can call it a career, uh, has has been supported by you, Daryl. So mm-hmm. it's um, you know, I, I've never felt alone as a referee, but I think you can often feel alone as a referee because you you know you don't have um, neutral liners or anything like that then you're going out by yourself and you might not have people then to you know chat to about it we're lucky we can come home and you know talk, talk to, to each
1: other yeah. so i think that's what the ra uh, tries to offer is it yeah. is, is um, a, a group of people that you can pick up the phone to and and once a month we all get you know together and you know that the camaraderie is is very very similar to what you get in a in a football team It's yeah. you know we, we all have a good laugh, we all take the Mickey out of each other <laughs> um and uh yeah it, it, and it's all it's all good fun but also helps us develop because we're, yeah. we're all exchanging. Views and uh, um, and uh, training and and helping each other through it. So yeah, you get
2: different levels of people there. So you know, you you get um, like brand new young referees coming along that can then learn from, you know, people like you that you know the the old boys I want to (laughs) say that that have been going going for a while. You know, so you do get different. But even you know,
1: we've got we've got two Premier League assistants in our you know in the RA and you know high up officials who. Who have made it to 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 a very decent level? Who can uh, help anybody who who wants to go that far? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think uh, I think the RA is is crucial for for helping referees along. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, just and just again for the for
0: the benefit of the listeners, if there are a referee listening to this that would be interested in joining the RA, how would they go about that?
1: So um, Chris Rowland, who actually is also referee secretary for the NDYAL, if 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 you uh, have anything to do with that, is our secretary for the for the um, referees association. But you can also find our um, our details online. We're we're, we're quite. Um, uh, active on Facebook and uh, yeah and our details are online and the National RA can be found online as well and through that you can find your local referees association so if you'd prefer so if you're closer to Milton Keynes then you might want to join Milton Keynes RA but obviously the Northampton one uh, is on there as well so yeah get get a hold of Chris if if you can or or me or uh, you know uh, anybody who uh, any senior referee who was around will know of the RA. Uh, most of them are in it, but are uh, 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 members. But um, if they're not, they'll still be able to tell you how to get hold of them. So uh, yeah, if you uh, if you come across a, a more senior referee and you want to know about the RA, ask like them. You. Yeah, like me. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Senior in age or
1: uh, just just senior, Phoebe. It's That's like... not
0: going there. Okay. Thing, okay. <laughs> All right. So what? Um... What we did want to to kind of move this on to, if we can, is 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 the men's Sunday league. Um, you guys are both referee on the league, mm. and um, we were just really interested in, um, you know, the view, you know, your view as referees of the league. You know, whether it be good, bad, indifferent, or whatever.
1: Um, Sunday league has always had a bit of a reputation, especially amongst referees, as being difficult to referee in. Yeah, and no, I think no. the NEN is, uh, you know, doing great things to try and change that. And uh, in many cases, the, there are a lot of teams that are brilliant to referee. I have to say that there, there's, there's been quite a lot of teams that have been absolutely great to referee and you still get the odd few that are you're not right, so well, good. <laughs> that, that are a bit more difficult, a bit more challenging, shall we say.
2: I'll say um, I I went into it actually quite worried quite scared uh because I think yeah like you say that there is a reputation for Sunday leagues to maybe be a bit you know yeah rough and actually it has completely like I said earlier it's completely changed my view on on it I think it's I think it's brilliant actually uh I've not come across yet a team that you know I've got I've got touch word that have been that have been horrible uh and actually every game I've really enjoyed and it's 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 been all about this you know enjoying the football and and you know as a referee that's what you're there for so yeah I've I've, I've I mean i had a great time so far you've been on a bit longer obviously so. yeah yeah
1: no and yeah. as I say you know I've I've refereed Sunday League since I started really so um yeah I I would say it's de- things have definitely improved that you know <laughs> descent is descent, isn't it you know yeah. we, we we get that a lot but um I think it's it's eased off in recent years. I don't know whether it's because of COVID or because the NEN League's done some great work and and, and helped teams to understand how to behave better. But mm. either way, things are getting better, I would I think, say, in Sunday League football. You know,
2: you're obviously going to get that initial flare-up of, of frustration when you give a decision. That That's inevitable, I think. Um, mm. And what's nice is that I think that a lot of people and teams are recognising that like, like you said earlier, the decision's been made. It is what it is just, you know, you've just got to get on with it. And I think that's as a referee, that's what you appreciate is that, you know, people kind of shut up about it and just get on with the football. And and definitely that's been my experiences that people have been,
1: you know, as I said earlier, when I played Sunday league, um, I always wanted an official referee. I, I really didn't like it when one of the yeah. team's coaches had to, had to referee because it, it wasn't the same game. Um, so to have a, a qualified referee, referee your game was really important to me. And I, I hope, I think and hope that's probably the same for most Sunday League players. And uh, and so they appreciate the fact that, you know, a guy's turned up in his kit or a lady has turned yeah, up on. in their kit. Sorry. And uh you know, looks the part and wants to be there and wants to referee them well and wants to, you know, wants them to have a good game of football. And it, and if players can appreciate that, then you're always going to have a good game of football. I think
0: it's it's one of our main targets every year. We want every game covered by a quality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very frustrating for teams if, if 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 they haven't got a referee. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. But sometimes there's nothing we can do. But Jim, um, we are getting better, and and I mean. The coverage is getting better. We're getting more referees coming in, which is great. And hopefully that's down to some of the work that we're doing to improve the the reputation and and, and experience of referees, particularly on a Sunday. Talking about experience, um, and this is all-encompassing, really, but thinking about Sunday League football, generally, because that's what our predominant focus is on, if there was one thing you could change or one thing you could introduce Mm. from a refereeing perspective or from a refereeing experience perspective,
2: Mm.
0: what would it be? That's that's a good question. I'm going
2: to, I, I think the introduction of Simbins has actually been very useful. Mm -hmm. That's already something that has changed the way that people behave in the sense that you can kind of threaten it and that'll tend to dampen people down a bit. But, um, Oh, what else? Oh, I don't
0: know. You know uh, and this could be this could be as random as you like. I mean, this isn't even yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. feasible. This can be, you know, complete blue sky thinking. Okay, so <laughs> so,
1: so the one thing for me that isn't uh, feasible for all Sunday League teams is that it is much much nicer when you've got changing rooms, especially you know in the winter months, uh, and you don't always get that on Sunday League football. So yeah, I I would love it if. All teams had to have changing rooms, but I know that's not strictly little feasible. Little yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, but um, apart from that, it, it's hard to say what 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 you would change. I think.
2: I mean, you could dream about having neutral lines. Um, yeah, neutral assistance. That would be
1: lovely, wouldn't it? You if if you we had too you many referees. Can't yeah. Get enough <laughs> coverage
2: but just referees. But yeah, uh, yeah no neutral.
1: There that, are that there be, are yeah. some counties that don't don't use assistance ah. on Sunday they leagues, leave, aren't they? there? Yeah
0: there are yeah
1: uh, and I don't know I, I still haven't decided whether that's a good idea or not I, don't know. Um, I you know I like the fact that we've got assistance but let's face it the flag will go up in time with the central defender's arm going up yeah. every time and that's just natural it's not because anybody's uh cheating or anything like that it is just a natural thing mm. uh that if they call offside, oh, it probably is. So they put their flag up because they're not qualified. Difficulty
2: you know. with the biggest difficulty with the, you know, that is that you you'll get someone that is has been doing it a long time and is is
1: very actually very
2: good and honest and is you know, giving you really really good flags and then someone that's maybe a, a little bit less experienced and and is just going with shouts from the team because you know, like you say, not necessarily dishonest but just
1: just don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah just don't don't quite just having experience. A big yeah.
2: disparity between your two assistance and then you have to manage that as well so so yeah that, that but um i always appreciate having them to be honest i thought you know I, I, you never get up in line with an offside decision if you no, don't have them no. you can't run that fast so yeah yeah no um i don't know what else have changed though or introduce.
1: i suppose one other thing that would uh would be nice is maybe if you automatically Got paid either by bank transfer or whatever, rather than having to go and ask for the money. I I, don't, I, oh, I, I never like do doing that. that. It's nice when a club, when you know, when when the, when the coach or secretary or whoever comes up to you and says, "There's your money, ref." Uh, yeah. It makes life so much easier than have you got my money? Because it
2: feels awkward and it yeah. feels like you feels like that's what you're there for. and, yeah, and, and Personally, I neither think of what
1: us are. Yeah, yeah. Neither <laughs> of us are like that. <laughs> yeah. So it's hard. It's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good.
0: Well, look, guys. I just want to say it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you. Been Thank really, you Angie. Really, really really interesting. Um I hope the listeners will um because it's obviously a side of football that um is absolutely integral, you know referees are integral to the game. Um you mm. know without them there isn't a game. It is it is as simple as that. Um yeah. but um most of the time we don't get to hear from you. Um so no. getting to to listen to you and Listen to you talking about the game and and talking about refereeing and and you know your hopes and fears and expectations. It, it, it's great um, and you. Uh, sure um, you know people when they see you out there on a on a Sunday now will will probably be able to put a, a face to a voice and um, <laughs> know, perhaps yeah. a bit more a bit more forthcoming with uh, a few chats and so on and so forth. But it's been yeah. great.
2: It, really, oh, no, thank you. Thanks absolutely. for that. I enjoyed yeah. it.
0: Thank you. Um, yeah, it's been a pleasure. In terms of the remainder of the season, I wish you all the luck and success. And I, uh, Fabi, I hope your final goes fantastically well. Thank you. Uh, and obviously, you never know. We've got a few then Sunday League finals and playoff finals to be appointed soon. Yeah. So there you know, might might be might be some more coming. Who knows? <laughs>
1: Fantastic.
0: So, we'll wait and see what Paul does with them. Um, yeah, but yeah. It's been brilliant, guys. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um,
1: well, a- yeah. Thanks for allowing us to be on. It's been yeah, a pleasure. Yeah, thank you.
0: And, uh, and we'll see you soon.
2: Will yes. do.
1: Cheers. Cheers.
0: Guys, thanks a lot.
1: Bye now. Bye-bye.